You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is still pregnant Claire. And I just asked Claire because we were like, we're trying to figure out what to talk about this week because Claire's Claire's real pregnant, you guys. <laughs> real pregnant. And she's like, Claire, what do you want to talk about tonight? I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> she gives me this look. And you guys, she has like nap face. Uh, she's been sleeping for like 12 days. Uh, and she just goes, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, welcome to episode 119. 119, oh, Glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, you guys. Oh, Girls Gone Wild podcast is sponsored by... Kalo. Kalo. The makers of the silicone wedding rings, you guys. Support the podcast, support Kalo, Q-A-L-O.com. If you don't know by now, you can get a discount by entering GGW at checkout for 15% off your order. You're holding order. And You're I think they're in. having a sale right now, too, on their outdoor collection. Yes, they just featured an outdoor collection. For like 40% off or something. So yeah. go hook it up. Check it out. Support the podcast by entering code GGW at mm. checkout. That lets them know that we sent you and that we have this huge community. And then they're and like... we're hashtag so famous. Hashtag taking over the world. Yes. With Kalo. Hashtag Kalo Jim BFF. Again, you guys, that's QALO.com. And thank you so much if you've already supported the podcast. If not, get another one. You have to have like now, it's like headbands, like every color, you know, <laughs> just like to match your outfit. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I do that. I like, this is Yeah, dorky. like how your nail polish always matches your phone case. Yeah. I don't know your how that happens. Your headband matches your phone case right it now. It does. So I have a teal nails right now and then I wore my teal color ring. Same. Oh, geez. It's like Regina George style. <laughs> get in, losers. All right, so this is episode 119. We are just here. We're here for you. Uh, <laughs> He's on like, what's that gal? What's the, what's the lady's name who's on like all the cozy 101? Delilah. Delilah. That's a that's quite a reference. Oh, but like, let me tell you Delilah. why. Let me tell you why. Oh, you're gonna love this so much. You're gonna love this. John Hay loves Delilah. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> and he has like a sixth sense for being able to find her on any radio station in America. <laughs> and I found this out when a couple of years ago I moved to Vermont for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and uh, on the drive out there. Like once the sun went down, no matter where we were in the country, he could he would flip on the radio within like three minutes, not even three minutes, a long time on the radio, like three seconds, we'd be listening to Delilah. And I was like, how did you do that? It's kind of like my dad in car talk. He's the same way with car talk. That's like a normal man thing, though. Like to have like a 65 year old man be like, be able to like hone in on Delilah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he loves it. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I'm this here for you. Delilah. She says that. I'm yeah, here for you. I am here for you. And I want to tell you about these lovebirds. <laughs> and they then she plays like dated some... for 20 years across the miles and just met and they got married and now they're pregnant. And, and then, just... yeah, and she just <laughs> like, and then she plays like the elevator music covers oh. of the Disney songs. <laughs> Totally. Oh, anyway, oh my gosh. John Hay's or favorite like, thing. And like the, Shania Twain. Oh. He, John Hay loves Shania Twain. You're still the one. Oh, he loves that song. <laughs> loves it. Shania Twain, Celine Dion. I love Shania Twain. I'm not going to lie. Well, you guys should hang out yeah. and listen to Shania Twain together. Oh, that's so funny. Leanne Rhymes. He loves Leanne oh, Rhymes. How do I live without you? Oh, my gosh. I sing that song for the talent show in <laughs> fifth and sixth grade. <laughs> Because one year is not enough. Well, because you switched schools. 
I just brought it over to the next school. Yeah. That crowd needed to hear it. Yeah, they yeah. did. They needed to know. They needed, they needed to, to ask themselves that question. Are you saying that song? Yeah. Two Do years you have in a video row. of that? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I need to see that. You need to show that to your son when he's older. <laughs> Faux show. Yeah. Wow. Delilah. I need to have a... We need to just have a conversation with John Hay. Oh we God. need to have John Hay on the podcast. Would he tell us about the trips and the adventures of starting Celestial Seasonings? Yeah, he loves talking about that stuff. Would he sign a box of tea that we could give away? Yes. <laughs> that would be like the highlight of his life. Really? I think he'd be excited about Does that. Does he know that we like really... No, there's no. Definitely not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has no idea that I refer to him as John Hay. <laughs> But like you have to, you yeah. can't just say my dad. Yeah, that's it's true. It's John Hay. It's John Hay. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of think of my dad as a character. Yeah, yeah. You've never met my dad, have you? No. He's yeah. I feel like I have. That's though. another episode. Ronnie Z. <laughs> Ooh, Ronnie Z. We should like for Father's Day instead of having the husband's episode, we should have the dad's episode. Oh my gosh, my dad. My dad's really shy. My dad wouldn't even didn't even do a speech at my wedding because he's oh, that really? shy. My yeah. dad is not shy. I know. We should get him out here. <laughs> Neither is Brandon's dad. Maybe Brandon's dad can. No. Oh, that would be bad. <laughs> His Wisconsin accent, so cute, so ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god, and his like 1980s newscaster mustache. Totally, that's so bitchin'. <laughs> so bitchin'. Oh my god, that's so great. Anyway, oh my goodness, <sighs> dads. Oh, dads. But speaking of husbands on the podcast, you know that Scott... Okay, so we posted that photo Friday night. Right. We went out to dinner together watching the Cubs game. And he is really funny about like the attention because he's... I don't know. He, I think he knows we talk about them on the podcast. But of course. Not, right. Well, he not the listen, extent, so. Yeah, not the extent, not that, the extent. <laughs> that we really do. And... um so he's like, che- he's like checking the, the photo to see how many likes he got. <laughs> I was like, so in other words, go back and like the photo of Joanne Scott. He was like, he thought he was so smart with the hashtag that he made because it's like oh some gosh. reference to the some... the Cubs uh, curse. And everybody loved it. Everyone loved it. He's like, yeah, they got that. They got it. I'm like, yeah, they did, sweetheart. Good job. Good job. <laughs> But so then he's he's he saw someone commented about like when are they gonna do a husband's episode and he got real excited oh, about no. that he's like are you guys gonna do that like in passing I just mean, like just, I'm just you know like, it's so, cool if it's not cool though. if not but like when JT wants to play with Luna Toad <laughs> hey cool. uh, what do you no you don't no? want to play I mean you know it's fine if you don't but do, I mean do you because I mean, but, but hey, no, no no okay that's fine but, whatever but, but let me go. know okay now I'm playing no okay but let me know if you want to I'm here for you darn it. Oh, that would be really funny. I wonder if you guys have any suggestions about what we should uh, talk about with the husbands whenever we get to do that. I don't that, think that, that would we be like, should be here. I think just the I, two that's of them. That's true. But I think about that and I'm like, Scott would, they would just, they would have no idea what to say. That's true. They would just start farting yeah. around. As know. if we don't just fart around. <laughs> it's, but it's, we spent the last like 10 minutes talking about my dad. Let's be And honest. Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to be singing that all night. Delilah. Oh my god. Her voice is not real. It can't be real. You I know how she's like she's like licking the microphone, I'm sure. Hello <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Can you imagine like what her voicemail must sound like? I, I just was, always, I wish I had something witty to say. Like I just to, always think about that. Like when I hear people like on the radio, I'm like, I wonder if their voicemail is like like true. Ira Glass. I wonder if he's like I dated a guy in radio and he talks the same way. 
That's that was weird. a long time ago in my 20s. It was One not time, a smart decision. What was who, What's the guy's name? The, the KBCO Morning Show guy, Brett Sanders. Oh, I love him. He came yeah. to my high school once, like presented an award, some high school, you know, yeah. like, and it was, it was really weird seeing him and hearing him talk, which people have said that about us, actually. Yeah, that's true. When they meet us, they're like, it's so weird to like see you and hear you talk because you have the same voice. So, but like seeing him, I was like, because our voice is, is so just like floating. out of yeah. right. This is like an out of body experience. Because people hear us, but they don't see our facial expressions. Right. Remember so that one person who thought yeah. that you were me and I was you? Oh, that's and they so were, and then funny. we posted a video, and they were like, I can't. I thought it was the opposite. My I... head around that, I was like, oh my god, that's that would be very that would be a, be mind fuck for oh. sure. So today was a big day. We had an episode. We're recording this on Tuesday night, so you're gonna hear this in two days. But Steph from Stupid Easy Paleo just released her episode with yeah, us that we recorded of harder about harder to kill radio. Yeah, harder to kill radio. So go check that out if you haven't checked it out. I believe it's episode 23. It's just the mo- the most recent episode this week, and she uh, interviewed us. What was it like July? Yeah, I yeah. think it was like. So for those, early August, right when we got back from the CrossFit Games. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so for those of you who are, you know, avid listeners of Girls Gone Wild, you're probably like, wait a minute, that there's some things that are way behind. Wait, what do you? That's why. So we're super excited that that episode came out. So if you haven't checked it out, check out Harder to Kill Radio. It's a Bump fun. Us up it's in a the fun. Charts. She has a lot of fun guests on. And- she does. She, she has. I liked the gauntlet at the end where she like yeah. runs everybody through, all through the same questions. Although, spoiler alert, she asks us she, what our favorite vegetable is, and I couldn't think of one. That's so funny. I was like, well, I think I said watermelon. You said watermelon. I just like, to, for the life of me, could, like a vegetable did not come to mind. Yeah. Okay. So we're nearing the, we're switching gears now, oh. uh, nearing the end of uh, your pregnancy. I and, hope so. God. And let's let's reflect can we reflect for a moment like the past sure. nine months of anything that you learned or anything that you oh didn't expect being a pregnant lady like Things what has it been I like didn't... for you truly you know i mean aside from being like oh my gosh i'm right, so in right pain. To be done being pregnant that's a really good question i realized the other day that it's been like almost a year since i did a full wad, wad. I remember you said that in the last episode yeah and that and like, i think weird. was like a really weird realization for me that you know when it comes down to it i mean i got pregnant in the middle of january so like by the time all of a sudden done i mean it's almost november yeah, I so remember. Yeah, you were like one of the first people I told. I remember. I remember the day vividly. We were yeah. having lunch with Maddie. Yeah, and I got I like got in Joy's car, and we had showed up at one place, and it was too crowded, so we drove to another place. And I was riding with Joy, and I got in the car, and I was just like, I had a positive pregnancy test. Yeah, and I at and, the, and then just, when I dropped you off, I was like, Well, you might be pregnant. And you're and like, like, Yeah, no, no I am. No, Joy. I am. <laughs> There's no might. I was like, No. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. True. So you knew like before almost anybody else knew. Yeah. And I don't know. Like when I look back on it, it just seems like on the on the one hand, it seems like it was it has been the longest nine months of my life. Really like 10 months. Yeah. But it also like on the other hand is like, well, I'm kind of it feels and I know I've made this this analogy before, but it feels like, you know, like you schedule a trip and you're looking forward to it so much. And then when like you're going to leave the next day, it doesn't feel real. Yeah. Because you've been like, it's been, you've been building up to it for so long. Yes. That's how this feels. Okay. It's like exact, almost exactly like that, only bigger. <laughs> so it's like, I, it it's feels like, like only, yeah. it? it's going to be like college, but funner. <laughs> L Woods. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, L Woods. <laughs> so I'm, I'm due on Sunday technically, which doesn't really mean anything other than that. I can't be pregnant for more than two more weeks because they'll induce me. <laughs> Thank God. But I am going to try an acupuncture induction tomorrow and see if that does anything, <gasps> which it might. And and by the time you hear this, it will be the day after my acupuncture induction. So who knows? Who knows? I'm waiting 
every moment. I tell Claire that she has. What is our plan? Brandon's Brandon's going to text, text you. So if you get a text from Brandon, <clears throat> that because every time she texts me now, I have a heart attack. And I was like, I can't, I can't like because like, I text you so much. Yeah, I can't. And you're like, I, I don't know how to get around this. Right. And you were like, How about I say? How about I start the text? I'm, I'm not, not pregnant. I'm like, but still, I'm not every in labor. time. We can, yeah. yeah. Or I'm not. I'm, pregnant. I, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I'm in labor. I'm no I'm longer pregnant. Labor. I have a child. <laughs> but uh, I said, why don't you? I was like, but that's too much work. And also it my text matter. messages, I, every time I see your name, I just have a heart attack. Yeah. So Brandon will text you. No. Yeah. That's how we'll know. But yeah. So if you guys are, when you listen to this on Thursday, I will have gotten an acupuncture induction on Wednesday. So we'll see how that works. It's pretty effective if you're already sort of on your way. But I haven't really had too much like early labor signs yet, yeah. quote unquote. So I don't really know how effective that's going to be. But we'll yeah. see. It's worth a shot. Um, you've had such a healthy pregnancy. It's kind of yeah. cool to watch. Like, I mean, you probably don't feel great right now. I don't feel now. like I'm cruising. Yeah. But I cruised for a while. Yeah, you totally cruised. I totally cruised for a while. So yeah. that was nice. And I, I'm really glad that I worked out as much as I did. I think it gave me a lot of insight hopefully into when I go back like really what it means to really listen to your body and also I mean I, I learned so much about checking my ego and having to be okay with saying like okay that was enough rather than getting in that kind of cross it mindset of like come on you can do it you can like keep going right. keep going keep going you can do you, you can go faster you can go harder there were a lot of times like when I first started to really get like my hips would start to hurt I'd really start to get out of breath where I really would have to stop and like legitimately you know like really tell myself like this is this is not about you right now you need to slow down this is not your call Mm -hmm. and it was an it's just an interesting experience to have to do that to be to such an extreme because and it was hard for the first couple of weeks to have to I remember the first time I scaled running in a water I almost cried because I was just so yeah yeah. like I don't want to have to give this up Mm -hmm. but it ended up being not a big deal in the end And but that's, that's a huge shift and that's a yeah i mean you're obviously transitioning from one extreme to kind of easing into really really listening to your body yeah. because you have an important reason to right and uh i wonder if there's women out there that don't do that don't do what don't really listen to their body and like push it too hard i'm sure there are and i think that you know those are the women who get who like they're the reason that all other women pregnant women get crap for working yeah. out during their pregnancy like oh i ran a marathon did the day before i gave birth or something right. crazy and you're like well mm. yeah i don't know i see also on instagram a lot of pictures of like women in the gym you know and it's like that's fine and you know good for you but there are also some women where i kind of want to be like you know you're supposed to gain weight when you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> right and i re- but there are also some women who like their bodies just don't and so it's really so not everyone is different yeah. everyone's totally different and so I would say the other big thing that has I don't really want to say that I've learned because it's like an ongoing sort of process yeah has been the process of just being totally not in control of my physical body mm-hmm. and like every single morning to this day I wake up with a totally different body and I don't know what I'm going to be facing that day like I could and I right and like now I'm at the point where like I'm big and that's just is what it is and so I'm not not getting any bigger thank god but like is my pelvis gonna hurt today can mm-hmm. I am I gonna be able to roll over you know am I gonna like is like my pubic bone gonna click when I sit down like weird crap <laughs> yeah but also like okay when I you know I'm starting to think like okay how like is my skin gonna go back to normal am Mm -hmm. I gonna have a pooch you know and how am I gonna come to terms with that because I'm really like had this identity my whole life of being this like skinny petite girl and you know so if I can't go back to that right you know like how is that gonna affect my perception about myself and like how long is it gonna take to go back to that if I do go back to that yeah because I keep saying like oh I just don't want to be pregnant anymore but I know that like the next couple months 
are just going to be a different kind of transition. Right. It's not like I'm going to wake up the day after I give birth and like yeah. be back to my normal self. And I was actually just talking to, oh, when we had brunch the other morning with Jess. Right. She was saying it takes seven, seven years. years for your body to totally go back to the way it was. Or not, like, not even, like, physically, because you not always, you don't always go back physically, but, like, hormonally. Right. Seven years. Yeah, and Claire was like, I wish someone would have told me that 10 months ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's so long. So. It's going to be fine. It's totally fine. Ugh. Then, like, the first couple of weeks after you give birth are apparently just a shit show hormonally. And, like, physically because like you just went through this huge extreme physical wad yeah (laughs) seriously and you're really really sore and your organs suddenly have all this room again and so they just sort of like fall back down and fill with gas Mm -hmm. yay so fun really looking forward to that (laughs) (laughs) and like your lady parts are all sore so like going Uh, to the bathroom is a uh, huge disaster apparently uh, and like owie yeah owie (laughs) And like you're getting up all the time and your boobs are leaking and you like your hormones are all over the place. So you're just like crying all the time. So that's, I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) That's going to be exciting. That's going to be a fun time. Yeah. So I don't know. I like. That's what your friends are for. Like come over and then like. be like. Just give you food and talk to you and be like. Okay. And just sit there while you just are like naked and just crying. Your boobs are just hanging out. That's going to happen. I don't don't even care. (laughs) But yeah. So I keep saying like, oh, I just can't wait to not be pregnant anymore. But then I have to remember like, it's really just the end of this phase and the start of like another crazy phase. Not to mention I'm going to have a child. Not to mention this whole time you're going to have a little baby. So yeah, apart, separate (laughs) and apart from my physical transition, (laughs) it's the fact that I'm going to have to take care of another human for the rest of my life. So that'll be fun, hopefully. Oh, we can't wait. Everyone is on pins and needles, I'm sure. Everyone out there. Trust in the- me. I know the feeling. <laughs> like every single time I have to, like I, anything happens, I'm like, is that a contraction? Oh. And I'm like, no, I just have to fart. <laughs> Dang it. Or like, I'll be walking and I'm like, oh, is that a contraction? I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure my pelvis is just about to dislocate. Fun. Fun. Do we want to talk about my version of a... Yeah, you're a marathon? marathon. Your real marathon? Your literal my, marathon? My real marathon? Yeah. So if I am in labor on Sunday, we will, will like have something in common. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That Except will... at the end, you get a beer. <laughs> you have a baby in a bar. <laughs> What's that from? Sweet Home Alabama. I love that movie. Oh, my God. Yes. So I am supposedly running a marathon <laughs> on Sunday. That happened real fast, you guys. I yeah, signed up, up for it about a month ago. The Denver Rock and Roll Marathon. And my friend Val and I have been training. Well, because you got it on a Groupon. You right? got it on a Groupon. <laughs> and the half was already sold out. So our theory was like, it's the same price as the half. So let's just buy the full. And then when we get there, we'll run as far as we can. And it's in Denver. So, heck, I can just walk home probably why not (laughs) which is what you're gonna want to do after a marathon by the way if you can't run the whole marathon and your solution is to walk home so here's the thing is i haven't been telling anyone about this i am except for the five thousand people you just told (laughs) hi guys nobody knows me (laughs) i'm not talking about it i haven't told my mom i haven't told any of my friends scott know scott knows (laughs) scott's really funny now that he knows i was lying to him about mileage Here's a marriage hack. Just lie. <laughs> Disclaimer. Girls Gone Wad does not support that marriage hack. Girls Gone Wad is not responsible for divorces. For you lying to your husband because Joy told you to. We will not be paying for your legal fees yeah. for divorce. But we know a good lawyer. 
Oh my god. That would be Sandy Shepherd in <laughs> California. Hi, Mom Sandy. Hi, Mom Sandy. Uh, can we laugh this baby out of you? Is that what we're going to try to oh do? Oh my gosh, tonight? that'd be great. <laughs> maybe my water will break or something. I don't know if that's a thing. Maybe it is. Okay, so I haven't really been telling anyone about this race because I'm, I don't know if I'm ashamed or just this is a really stupid idea. Probably both. And really, I've just been training with Val unofficially, officially, probably two runs a week. So we did a long one last weekend. We ran 10 miles. And the thing I remember about running is, well, it's not fun to run that long, but I, it's so mental. And there's the part of me that's like, I'm just going to have to mentally push through it. There's really nothing else you can do with running and running a marathon other than keep running and your muscles will be tired. But I've been training with so much what? I think there's a skunk. There's probably a skunk outside. Yeah. They're always hanging out in our backyard. Um, Either that or JT has noxious gas. Maybe. (laughs) So the thing with running, though, is, you know, I've been doing so much CrossFit and weight training and time under tension, tension under time. Time. Yeah, sure. Time under tension. You know what I mean? Like spending time under... The barbell. The barbell. I'll just say that. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that I've been sore enough from doing those types of movements that it's the same as running a marathon that I'm like, it's not going to be that much harder. Yeah, it's except that endurance. you do a set for like 15 minutes of weightlifting as opposed to like four hours. Oh, I know, I'm scared. I have no expectations. I'm not, and maybe that's a bad thing too. I'm not going in it like, I'm going to kill this Here's the this thing, thing though, you're you. And so once you start, there's no way you're going to be like, oh no, it's fine. 15 miles, that's, that's very funny. true. You're that's not very true. That's very true. I'm running this damn bitch. <laughs> right. Like once you start, there's no way you're going to get to the turnaround point and be like, meh, that was plenty. That's very true. So we'll see. <laughs> That's what I got going on on Sunday. I will be thinking of you if you go into labor. Yeah, hopefully I will be, oh, hopefully labor will be done and gone by Sunday, but yeah. we'll see. So uh, last week I posted a blurb on Facebook about a cue that really worked for me and someone, oh, yeah. wanted, someone wanted me to talk about it. It's really hard to explain. So maybe Claire, you can What's clarify. So it was a, every minute on the minute we were doing a hang clean and then uh, just a regular squat clean. So, so we had to start. Hang clean, clean. Hang clean, clean. Okay. Yeah. And both had, you had to go into the squat. Right. Hi, JT. Oh, you, are we bothering your nap over there? <laughs> <laughs> he gave us a big grunt. So Coach Mike was watching me. And of course, like all the cues that I've done in the past where I pretty much get the bar up to my eyes and I don't drop underneath it. Right. Well, he said, use the bar, use that power as you're pulling up for the third pole. Use that as a slingshot to like almost like you're pushing the bar to you. Does that make sense? So it's, in other words, I've always thought of the bar separate from me. Right. And if I could use the bar power to catapult myself underneath it. So it's almost like you're pushing the bar. You're using the energy with the bar. Right. You're actively pushing under the bar. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he's like, picture a slingshot. You're like slinging yourself and then you're flying, but you're pushing it. You're using that force against it so you're it's like you and the bar are one that's kind of like the image i had so in my as head. if you're like pulling tension as you raise the barbell yeah. and then the tension is releasing and you're slingshotting down you're slingshotting down, it. but you're using the thing that clicked for me and again this may not work for everyone so i'm just telling you what it worked for me is i never pictured the energy of you and the bar as one energy i pictured you're trying to pull this freaking thing up and you're trying to like sloth your body underneath it now i'm seeing it like as I am one, one with the bar. With the barbell. <laughs> and I could as I'm pulling it up, I have to use that bar 
to pull myself. I, I have to use the bar to pull myself under. Yeah, that makes I sense. To, yeah, I have to use the. I never thought of it that way. I, so you thought it was like the bar was just doing its own thing, and you were just doing your own thing. Kind of, kind of but, but like, more like that. You were. I was like, I never really imagined using the bar, the movement of the bar, to help me get under. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. It was always kind of like this separate thing that was outside of me, and I know I. That's like I feel like I'm not explaining it well at all, but it was just the slingshot thing helped me. And he's like, you're like a slingshot, like just use it against, like use that power against it. And as you're holding it, like try to push against it to help you get under it. Right. So you, you like turn the tension around. On exactly. The Perfectly said. I knew you would clarify that. <laughs> the, the cue, the way that I think about that, that has helped me is to think about like pulling yourself down around the bar. Yes. <clears throat> so almost treating it as like, as if it, the bar itself was stationary. Yes. Yeah. So it's like. I started. Think, I would try to think about it as if, like, okay, pretend the bar the bar is in a rack, right. and I'm just trying to pull myself down underneath it. Right. And I think why it worked for me is because I've been when we're doing heavier cleans or when we're going for a PR. Yeah. I'm typically afraid of it. So instead of thinking of you know I have to go towards the bar. Right. I always kind of like I'm afraid of it, and right. that mentally gets in the way. So when you're trying to hone in your skill, right. and you're you trying think of to the hit bar a, as like a separate entity that is you're working against, against, then that's gonna f, f up your your <laughs> mindset. It's gonna f up your I mindset. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to cuss. I've said like five cuss words tonight, and people get mad. That one time. Yeah, one. That was one time. <laughs> Made out with a hot dog. That was one time. What was her name? Something Delora. Something. Oh, um, no, Don <laughs> Schwartzman. No, she was the one with the fat ass. Oh, it was something Delory. No, hold on, I gotta look it up. I loved her name though. Oh, it's so great. May. But yes, like, like <laughs> with Claire. Uh, Claire. Hot dog. Claire's googling. There's it. a lot of funny things that pop up when you start. What did it say? Was it what was the auto population? Amber Delessio. Amber. Del- she made out with a hot dog. Amber Delessio made out with a hot dog. That was one time. So that's it. That's my kind of confusing but enlightened cue that as you're getting heavier and heavier with your lifts, I loved the idea of like thinking of it as one slingshot. That's great. Thank you, Coach Mike. Yay, Thank Coach you, Mike. Coach Mike. We want to cover a quick question that we had from our group from last week that we didn't get to. Yes, let's Jeez, do that. JT, stop. You know, like when dogs groom themselves and it's so ridiculously loud, yeah, and that's what's yeah. going on Luna right does now. that at like two in the morning. Yeah. Okay. So Shelly wanted to know, how do you know if you're setting realistic goals for yourself? Did we cover that? No. Okay. She says, my question is because I'm very tall and not built for CrossFit. So I progress a lot slower than other ladies at the box. So because no one else is the same size, shape, stature as me, I struggle when trying to set realistic goals for myself. How do I know if I'm progressing like I should be? I know I work really hard, but I could be doing more. Does that make any sense? Yes, it does, Shelly. Okay, so first of all, I want to call total BS on on the fact that you think you're not built for CrossFit. Right. And that you think you're progressing slower because you're tall. Um, I'm (laughs) 5'8". You know, if you look at half the girls in the games, those girls are tall those girls are stacked you know you have a lot working for you here and I just I think that 
any, you know, like obviously there are going to be certain moves that are harder and certain moves that are easier based on your body type, but everybody deals with that. It's yeah. not about being, you know, it's like I could say the same thing. Like I'm not built for CrossFit because I'm short and so I can't do wall balls and I suck at rowing and blah, blah, blah. Whereas Joy can turn around and be like, well, I'm not built for CrossFit because I'm tall. And so handstand pushups are way harder and I have to move the barbell further, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. There's always things that are going to feel awkward. Because so stop telling yourself that story. Thank you. But apart from that, (laughs) being able to tell whether or not you're making realistic goals, I think has a lot more to do with your ultimate kind of like why behind what you were trying to accomplish rather than your body type or your... Yeah, because she's like... And I mean, physical goals obviously have to do with your body type. So, you know, if you're somebody who just is, you know, has a certain body type, maybe having a six pack isn't going to be realistic, for example. right. But outside of that, I think it really has a lot more to do with just how much work are you willing to put in? What are you really like trying to get out across it in the long run. Mm-hmm. And those things I think are more important yeah, based and on who, realistic goals. Why are you comparing yourself to these other girls at the gym? You know, no one else is the same size, shape, stature as me. I have I find that really hard to believe in the sense that everyone's walking around like an Oompa Loompa, like looking the same. Like no one's looking the same. Everyone has a different body shape. I get that they're probably similar-ish and I, I really- more similar to each other. <laughs> right. you think they are. But you know, they're probably looking at you also being like, like man- dang, I wish I had her I height. Wish I, yeah. I would challenge that thought of why you're comparing yourself to the other girls. And also, if you're interested in progress, just keep a journal and log your workouts just for you. Don't do anything other than for you. So don't do it because you're like, oh, I'm not doing the same as everyone else. And that's kind of what can sometimes drive people away from CrossFit is that competitive nature is good, but don't do it for the wrong reasons of like trying to compare yourself with others to, to where it makes you feel bad. So... So, and we've talked about this in episodes before about that we've done it with goals, where I think the other thing to do, uh, you know, unfortunately, when it comes to goal setting, it really is some trial and error. And a lot of people, when you read about goal setting, it's like, you know, they make you think that once you set a goal, that that's it. It's set in stone. You are going to be going against every goal making rule there is if you don't pursue that goal to 100%. But we've talked a lot about the fact that sometimes setting a goal can be valuable just in the sense that it over you yeah over the course of a couple weeks or months shows you what your real priorities are because if you set a goal and think like man this is what i really want and then you still fail to prioritize that maybe what that's telling you is you know what actually this is not that important not really important to you yeah because there's a lot of times when we think we should do something but if there's really no heart behind it and you're not following through with it it's one thing to say i really got to get in this habit i want to start going to the gym i want to start working out right and give yourself like a couple of weeks to really like you know really give it an honest shot yeah so i guess the the main question of how do i know if i'm setting realistic goals for yourself i think the better question is what do you want what does that look like what is your goal and and i don't really like the word like realistic it's just more or less what is going to make you happy is showing up to the gym every day and doing the best you can, great. If you want to record some workouts and see if you've progressed in the, you know, over the 30 days, great. I've actually been thinking about that lately if I need to get like a, what is it, that journal menu? Oh yeah, the really cute little journals. Yeah, because I I really want to be better about tracking. some gel pens. In some gel pens. Sticky notes maybe. (laughs) Highlighters. You probably went crazy when you went to grad school, right? I did. I bought so many like different, I, I still have like four things of sharpies i never opened yeah because you don't take notes of sharpies turns yeah. out yep. Dang it, but i have so many colors 
I could have drawn so many hearts. Yeah, seriously. I could have color-coded so many things. Yeah. But I've been thinking about that because it's really important to see where you've been. And there's a couple things lately that I'm like, oh, I didn't record that. I don't really know exactly what my PR push press is. Yeah, that was one thing. I haven't talked about this yet at all on the, on the podcast, but my blog totally died. Like, it just took a shit. I don't And, like, the server ate it, basically. No, it, the whole blog one? is gone. My the the ascent blog it's gone like oh. gone 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 and has been since like July this is like a I've mourned it it's over oh, okay I, and it was just kind of one of those things where I was like nope there's nothing I can do about it so just gotta move on but one of the things that and like that's fine I wasn't really blogging anymore but the thing that I am like saddest about is that I had so much information about my really early workouts and now I can't go back and be like man the first time I did Fran right you know it took me 19 minutes or whatever is it on Twitter I don't know I probably could find it like cached somewhere maybe but the server just pooped bummer yeah basically it was like just some billing thing where like I renewed like my WordPress but didn't renew the host gator and then it didn't like interface. I have no idea. Someone yeah. tried to explain it to me. I didn't get it. Yeah. Anyway, so it's gone. And so if you've been trying to find my blog, that's why it's gone. Yeah, like my really early workouts. And so I like, and that was so fun to be able to look back at that and be like, man, I had a tough day today. But when I first started, my push, you know, my strict press PR was 55 pounds. Yeah. Or not even. I right. think it was like 50. And so, you know, I, I always think that's like some of the most encouraging stuff. I think so too, to see how far you've gone. Yep. So do so, that. Do that for you, Shelly. Do that for you. All right. We have one and question. Get, get on Instagram and find some tall CrossFit athletes. Follow Andrea Ager. Follow yeah. Molly Volmer. Like all yeah. these girls are really tall. Annie. Mm-hmm. Isn't Annie really Annie's, tall? Annie's pretty tall. Yeah. Uh, last question here. This is a good one. This is kind of a difficult question to get into, but it's what is the hardest movement skill to coach and why? My initial reaction is pretty much any lift i'm still because i'm still learning so i think it's really hard to coach lifts because there's so many moving parts and there's so much technical i mean it's it's the same reason why it's hard to do the lift it's yeah really hard to to get people to move the way you want them to with a barbell accurately and safely especially when they're putting weight on it and uh so i think i still struggle with that i try to work on like one cue at a time to kind of build into my vocabulary so i'm not trying to do too much at once and then they get confused and that's not good that's a hard question i feel like it varies athlete to athlete because i have had some athletes where like the snatch just clicks and then i have other athletes who like kipping or something they just don't get it and so really i think it varies based on if your communication style meshes with what the athlete can like assimilate right but i think when it comes to like a group setting i would definitely agree that olympic lifting yeah i say one-on-one it varies but in a group setting olympic lifting is hard because there's so many things that any one person could need to work on Mm -hmm. that it's really hard to give the attention that people need in a class of like 10 or 15 people right that's very true or even eight or 10 people to enough to feel like you have given them something valuable to work on that day yes and especially when you have a really packed When you have a packed class and a packed day, so if the hour is really packed with the, you know, you start with strength or you got to warm up, then you do strength and you coach the wad, you got to set up for the wad, you got to go through all the movements. Right. That time management is huge. And then, so you can't really spend time getting into the nitty gritty about a lot of the movements. And so you you have to trust Yeah, you have time to give each athlete one little cue. So at that point, it's kind of like... I not to say damage control but you just have to kind of like it is you have to pick the ones that are like really bad and you're like okay we need to just give you that cue yeah I would say like almost every week at the coaches meeting at CrossFit Elevation we talk about what 
do you, what's the best way to scale someone if this is their, you know, second night at CrossFit and mm-hmm. you're all of a sudden having, you know, you're doing a snatch complex and they can't even overhead squat, you know, what do you have them do? So that's really tricky also. Yeah. And, and that those types of things come up more, I think with the Olympic lifts Yeah, because there are more components. And so it's like more places where things are going to yeah. fan. And that's, it's just, it's a work in progress. That's definitely something as a coach, I'm trying to get better at. What's your favorite thing to coach? Um, gosh, that's a great question. Like, like a movement or just like, yeah, like what's like, what, what movement do you feel like you really have dialed in that you can explain really well? Um, (laughs) uh, probably pull-ups, pretty good at pull-ups. I don't know. Air squats, like the basic movements I feel really good doing. Like when we do push press, that's good. That's an easier one to coach and back squats. Those are probably the ones that are like pretty straightforward. Straightforward. Thank you. Yeah. I think I like... I like coaching double unders. Because you're amazing. You're I like, just like, Go yeah. as fast as me. I dare you. Watch. Let me just show you how to work, how to do it. Um, and I like. You more after you have a baby? Probably. Dang. Yeah. We're going to work on that. Heard that happens. Yeah. I, li- I like coaching double unders and I like coaching. I like coaching rowing because I think a lot of people oversimplify it mm-hmm. and they just like pull as hard as they can. And then you teach them like, this is actually what you have to do. Yeah. And a lot of times I get pushed back. They're like, this feels harder. I'm like, that's because you've been short, yeah. taking a shortcut. Yeah. And you've, you've been, been taught the wrong way. Right. And you're about to plateau big time. Right. Unless you listen to what I have to say. Newsflash. And I always use the example. I'm always like, whenever I tell people to stop at their chest, because people always want to like pull oh, up their nose. Don't even. Yeah. And I'm like, Inle- until like Jason Kalipa can do that. And unless you're Jason Kalipa, you have to listen to me. Yes. <laughs> like, but until you, yeah, until you podium at the games like three years in a row, if you do that, you can row however you right, want. Right, until right. then, listen to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Do you ever have anyone tell you, uh, like, tell you what to do when you're coaching, or is anyone kind of like, uh, I know what you mean. Like they like, yeah, make, they, kind of makes it like, make suggestions. Like suggestions, or they coach other people while you're coaching. So I think those are two separate issues. Yes. If somebody interrupts me while I'm coaching to say like, well, what about this? Yeah. Usually I just, I'll listen to what they have to say. And then I'll say, that's another way to coach it, but this is how we're doing it tonight. Or I'll say, you know, yeah, basically shut up. But I rarely have an issue with people talking when I'm talking. Yeah. But if I see someone else coaching someone else, like while you're working on it, I'm totally fine with that. As long as I recognize, right, exactly. Being like, hey, this is what worked for me. Right. Because I think that is amazing. And, you know, that honestly, in a way, it takes some pressure off of me as a coach because it's like, hey, you know, if I'm sitting over here watching, you know, two girls work on kipping, the way that I explain it might not work for that person. And so right. the way another athlete explains it might help them. Yeah. And I've never seen an athlete put another athlete in a dangerous yeah, position. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's probably at a point where no one's really being unsafe. And everyone right. knows enough about the movements at this point that they're not going to do anything stupid. Right. So. And so, and usually it's like if they're sharing a barbell or something like that, yes. and then you see that a lot. And right. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. And I actually really like seeing that. Yeah. But a lot of times, if I do see it, I'll kind of like just like tilt my ear over that way just to see what it is they right, are saying. Because right. I have heard some cues where it's like, oh, I'm going to have to unteach that later. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll kind of come over and be like, yeah, that's a great cue. But also keep in mind that later on down the road, right. you're going to need to also be thinking about this. Right. I've had a couple. No, actually, uh, there was a couple times where some situations where it was kind of like, why don't we do it this way? Like, like the wad setup. And that is something where I feel like there's a million and one ways to do wad setups. Totally. So if you, and this happened with Coach Mike recently too, it was so funny. It was just, it was a fight gone bad style and just the setup was really, really kind of clunky. We right. had a lot of people and I felt bad for him because we were kind of like whining at the first. It was like, why don't we do it this way? And he's like, just listen to me. 
and right. do it. You have to just yeah. And yeah. then and then I was like, yes, got it, Coach Mike. Like, okay, yes, yes, said. sir. But that's something that kind of came up for me, and I was guilty of doing it. But it has happened to me too as a coach, oh. where I kind of was like, it kind of pissed me out. Like my first reaction was like, don't do that to the coach. Like, yeah. oh, just I listen to like, what I said and just yeah. do it, and don't question it. And I'm sure there's a million and one ways to do it, but just do what I say. I look <laughs> back on like my first year of CrossFit, and I used to like, I was so irritating. I just want to like I want to go up to TJ and be like I, I am so am sorry, so sorry for yeah. being that person because right. I totally was yes and yeah I've really learned to just like like you said like there's a million there's one ways. a million one ways to set it up to right. do it this way to have the bar space this way or to and do the flow this way while, or to sta- stagger start or whatever right and every once in a while someone will say hey why don't we do this and I'll be like yeah great idea let's do that yeah. but probably nine times out of ten yeah. I will either just blatantly ignore them yeah. Or I'll be like, no, we're going to do it. You know, yeah. just let's just get it. Like, let's just yeah. get this over with. It kind of like put me in a snarky mood because I was like, Rah. like, yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone's I got someone like, I mean. But then I found myself do the same thing to Coach Mike. And then I was like, oh, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, no. I know. Just listen to them and go with the flow. Right. Yeah. Chances because, are not only have they coached way more than you have, but they've already coached the wad that day. That most day. Likely. Yeah. And, and the thing with that is also, I mean, I haven't coached as many, nearly as many classes as Coach Mike, but I'm thinking like, first of all, he He's done this before a million times. It's like times. his literally full-time job. Second of all, let the coaches learn, right? Like let the coaches make mistakes. Let the coaches, you know, if the wad isn't running beautifully or flowing well that day and you're like, oh, that could have been done better. Let them learn that. Oh, oh, well. Right. It's not like they're not going to put anyone in danger. Here's the other thing too, which I think we always talk about is that any coach worth their salt is never, ever, ever going to, how do I put this? They're never, ever going to be upset with you for coming up to them after the wad right. and making a suggestion. True. And they, you know, their ego might hurt a little bit, but like no coach ever is going to not listen to what you have to say. Right. They might not take your advice or they might, you know, might, and it might give them a chance to explain to you, this is why I did it this way. Right. But if you come up, if you really think that you have something you want to say, then go say it. Then say it. But All right. not in the middle of class. No. Please, please don't. I had a short temper with that in my in my own head. I didn't let it out, but I was mad inside. <laughs> okay, last. I was mad inside. Last but not least, we're almost out of time for this episode. And do we want to bring up the uh, articles of about women in CrossFit, or should we just like gloss over? How long that? do we? Have? <laughs> We have make maybe five minutes. I feel like we could go. I think we have like a whole episode on this. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we won't talk about it. I think let's like, let's touch on it for a second. Let's tease it so people can comment and then we can go back later. You feel a lot more strongly about this. I really do. I really let it roll off. my. I mean, like, I agree with you, but it also doesn't like get to me. It gets to me real bad. I know. I'm talking about the articles of now that women are strong. They can love their bodies. We're really moving towards the movement. Does that make sense? (laughs) that women are loving their bodies as strong finally if i see one more effing i used article, to hate my body but now i now, appreciate what it does and i love my body now women are i if i see one more article about that i'm going to murder someone wow i, I send claire the stabby knife yeah the hammer she does and the gun the bomb and the gun emoji every time i see one of those and i get really mad and it makes me mad because it's just another it's masked body criticizing i feel like yeah it's it's like masked in this like now we can and not only that it's putting attention on women's bodies that again I, still it's again, keeping the attention on your body it's keeping attention on the body and i'm like i don't see any articles around men's bodies like what men are now accepting their bodies like yeah now they're wearing, I feel like they're wearing it, yeah, skinny just, jeans it, and they're gonna be like emo now like we don't no. read articles about yeah how men finally found that the will to accept who they are yeah 
I just, yeah, I think that it just still, the thing that it bothers that bothers me about it is just that it, it acts like it's changing the conversation, but it's not. It's exactly. just. That's that's kind of like the point for me. Great. They, the, they make this huge deal about how like, oh, we're finally, we're finally moving on from this. So let's keep talking about it. Right. Let's keep talking about women's bodies, even though we're moving past. Oh, you're just wiping your nose with your shirt. I had a runny <gasps> nose. Do you need to go get a Kleenex? No, I'm fine. <gasps> I just had like a one little thing. I like scratched my nose and I, I had some snot. That was great. <laughs> I've done that before. Maybe you just haven't ever seen I've it. I've never seen you do that. Yeah. No, I, no, no, I have like a little snot. Now I know why you and Brandon love each other. He wipes his, his nose with his collar. <laughs> and it, okay, so back to that. That's, there's, we could, I, I would actually, why don't we leave this to like an open forum type of thing? Yeah, how we, do you guys feel about how it? How do you guys feel about it? On the it? other hand, I can appreciate that we are sort of in a little bit of a movement right now where women are more true are more encouraged to see their bodies as valuable regardless of their appearance which has not been necessarily true in the past uh yeah i don't know i so feel it's like kind of, it's, i know what you i know what you're saying but i'm saying like from a devil's advocate point sure. of view that is the positive side of it that is the positive side of it i but agree but you're you're like we've been there done that i'm like can we just talk, stop talking about our bodies that's kind of where i'm yeah. at with it i saw a great thing about and every every magazine wants to do an article about yeah, it yeah that's oh, also true uh, there was a great or a good little article i think it was about like instagram posts about the like body positivity and it was basically saying like um i'm so excited like you you have an amazing body i want to see your posts unless you look better than i do it was basically talking about how like if a not non-athletic body posts a picture of working out or in a yoga pose or something everyone's like that's you know you're so beautiful that's amazing you're so brave for posting that and all this bullshit and then if somebody someone who's like has a really like athletic you know is like ripped has abs whatever post it everyone's like thinks they're just seeking attention Oh, yeah. So it was kind that's of like, interesting. I want to see your body positivity posts unless you look better than I do. Oh, that's interesting. That's really interesting because I will I'll admit I have that reaction. Yeah. Like, okay, so this I is really funny. I know you do funny. because like mm. CrossFit butts, you can't, totally. you can't handle like, that. Like, okay, I just pulled up the Explore Post page, which they always post awesome pictures of like hot chicks. Like, look at this. So this is like really hot, thin yeah. blonde on the beach. Great. Wonderful. So it's kind of like you look at her and you're almost like, yeah, well, you're just showing off. Right. <laughs> right. But if you saw <laughs> But somebody... I don't do that to the Tone It Up girls and I'm in love with the Tone It Up yeah, girls. Yeah, the Tone It Up girls have... are so cute. <gasps> They're so cute. I am so in love with them. But if like that girl was like 50 more pounds, you probably would look at that and be like, oh, you know, like she's so confident. Yeah. Not like, oh, she's showing off. Good for you, which is, an which also, is also like irritating. backwards comp, like, you know, backwards compliment. Right. Back, backhanded compliment. Backhanded compliment. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Ugh. All right. Anyway. Body image. What Mwah. are you going to do? Yeah. So we'd love to hear your comments let's on just, that. Let's just overall, like, I think just the overall conclusion is let's just stop talking about each other's bodies. Can we just stop that? Let's just stop having opinions about other stop, bodies. Stop the body talk. Stop body parts. Stop posting pictures of your abs. Stop posting pictures of your butt. Stop having sex. Stop having sex in <laughs> a missionary position. Baby bellies are okay. Keep posting pictures of that. Yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> All right, you guys. Right, we have guys. a couple few announcements. Couple few. God, what is up with me tonight, Claire Bear? I can't talk. I don't know. Um, I can't help you. I just wipe my nose on my shirt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Things are going downhill. <laughs> We started with Delilah. We're ending on a great note of snot on the shirt. 
So you guys, we, uh, let's see, by the time you hear this episode, there will still be an entry on our Facebook page that you can go to. The Wad Repair Lotion is giving away um, an essentials repair kit, which is really awesome. And we love their products. They send us a bunch of stuff and it's really, really good for ripped hands and just kind of keeping your hands, taking care of your hands and keep taking care of your calluses. So go ahead on our Facebook page and you can enter, um, on, look for the Facebook post for the Wad Repair Lotion giveaway. And we're announcing a winner on Friday. That would be tomorrow if you're listening to this on Thursday. Again, visit kaloqalo.com support the podcast by supporting kalo get your kalo rings get your bff rings and enter code ggw at checkout and please share that with your friends so if you know any police officers firefighters other crossfitters pass along the code nurses spread the word anybody who could benefit from having a ring they don't have to worry about yes and last but not least if you guys have any uh, suggestions for the podcast or leave that in your review if you want to subscribe to the podcast hit, hit subscribe we read all of your reviews and we love 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 reading your reviews anytime i go through the new reviews i'm always like texting claire i'm like if you want to boost to your day just go read some of your reviews just go you, listen like, to how awesome people think we are yeah it's like it's like <laughs> i read some when i was in hawaii and i was like oh my gosh i'm amazing it's just it you guys are amazing and thank so you for go, your go give joyce go. a little boost it's <laughs> really what we're saying if you can just make me feel better that would be appreciated. Oh my goodness. So thank you guys again for supporting us. We love you. And uh, Claire's going to go have a baby now. Please, please, please. Hopefully the next time you guys hear from me, I will not be pregnant anymore. No. Oh, that's the goal. I'm so yes. excited. <laughs> All right, you guys. All right, have a good week. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.